0: I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job so if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote again you can go to the slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on youtube so please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Sherry, where she's gonna talk to us about where to go and when for your next adventure. Hey Sherry, how are you? Hi, I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited to talk about this because I definitely found a kindred spirit in you in terms of doing offbeat travel. Um, I love finding new places to go to. But before we get to your amazing tips and
1: tricks, can you tell us more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Sure. Um, You know, I started back in 2006 traveling and blogging. And I got addicted, basically, to the idea of travel. But then even beyond that, I, I got really addicted to doing really exploring new places for people. So new places, less, you know, less traveled, unknown places, because I really love to explore and discover places and then share that with with my audience on my website. So that's how I kind of really started getting into it. Uh, It started with a few big journeys early on where I'm like, oh, my God, I love this and want to share this with more people. Plus, people were really interested. So one of the things I did was the Mongol rally, uh, which was a drive from London to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia for charity. And it was a race kind of a rally race. Um, I also walked the Camino de Santiago, um, which is, you know, like a 500 mile walk across Spain that is very popular and especially the one the Camino de Santiago I loved it it was life-changing it was great it was everything it was supposed to be but at the same time I'm like there are a lot of people out here doing this where else can I go and have a similar experience
0: (laughs) yeah
1: and and so those are the things that kind of started driving me into this area of you know epic journeys that you can take and how to get off the beaten path those that combination And that's some of the stuff that I've really been specializing in in the world of travel blogging for the past decade or so.
0: Yeah, I love that. And that's actually the type of things that I like to do. And my husband and I, when we do travel, we love to hike. That's honestly what we do every single year. We try to find like a big hiking destination. We just like to do that. It's also very freeing and and. I, I don't know. I, I, For me, it makes me so much more spiritual because, like, you're in the middle of nowhere, especially when you find yourself alone and then you have, like, just Mother Nature and nature in front of you. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, like, there's, I'm sure there's moments that you've just been like, oh, my God, is this real? Like, am I even on Earth? <laughs> like, can I pinch myself? Like,
1: what is this place? <laughs> yes, I've been to many of those. and I, Those are the special, special travel days, I call them. Like. You know, where you're just overwhelmed with happiness, really. Um, and exhaustion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of these things that I do are exhausting, too. You're right. Yeah. Um, but you feel alive. And I can't remember. Have you walked the Camino de Santiago?
0: No, I haven't. I haven't. That's what, yeah, I was actually, it's so funny that you talk about this, um, Sherry, because I was talking to my husband because we were like, yeah, we haven't really gone to one of our big hikes in a long time. Like we should look for a new spot. So I got new spots for you. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, yes, that's why I'm like, I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go to your blog and read everything. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like I have, I have articles that I've written about, you know, like alternatives to the Camino de Santiago but similar type hikes um that kind of stuff so so yeah it's, it's, i love that it's been really, yeah, really good yeah
0: and so you you also so what what we're going to talk about are some of your tips about where these offbeat destinations are and the best time to actually go to them right because It's also difficult because even the offbeat paths are now becoming more popular and Mm -hmm. you also still need to get access to those places when they're not as, I guess, full and there's not that many people. So, yeah, like what what are some of your recommendations for for
1: these places and, you know, where to go and when to go? Well, I think some of the things so I put all of these recommendations in a book by month, basically. And the book is based solely on my travels. So all things that I've done myself, so I understand them. I I feel like I can be very confident about talking about them and recommending them. But what I really wanted to focus on were places that countries maybe that people don't go to as often or haven't heard of as much. And also, as you said, times of year where they aren't as crowded. And lots of the things around time of year, and I'm sure you've found this in your own travels, is shoulder seasons. They say with the pandemic now, everyone's pent up travel that there might not be shoulder seasons anymore. I don't know if I fully believe that <laughs> because I think if you, give, if you give someone, any person the choice, like would you rather travel to Vietnam in, in dry season or rainy season, people are going to go in dry season, even though it's freaking hot <laughs> and crowded. <laughs> but I am a real advocate of going in those inclement weather times sometimes because one, they're less busy. Two, I find them really culturally interesting. There's nothing more interesting than going and watching millions of motorbikers in Vietnam in ponchos and how they survive in rain like that. <laughs> it's fascinating culturally, if you ask me. So things like that. So those are kind of some of the things that I took into account when I, la- when I wanted to lay down and put, put together this book of where to go and when. And for each month, I basically chose a epic trip because I love big epic journeys. So those are things that are going to be probably more than your average week vacation. These are things that could take months. They could take a couple of weeks or they could be really kind of high dollar type trips because lots of the epic remote places are expensive, sadly. I also chose an international trip for each month. So I'm based in the U.S., so anything out of the US. And then I also chose a domestic trip because I do understand that not everyone wants to go internationally. But the whole idea behind all of them were to find kind of the, the places maybe that people don't think about. So for example, let's just say for epic trips, I have things in here like the Camino de Santiago, um, the places like Norway, but instead in, in putting a slight switch on it or or, spin on it, which is instead of going to Norway and doing a cruise through the fjords, which is kind of the popular thing to do, take a road trip through the fjords because you can drive those fjords and you have way more flexibility and it's a little bit cheaper and way less people. <laughs> yeah. So. And you can leave
0: your car and actually see it so much closer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I would totally do that
0: more than. Yeah. Yeah. Cruise. Yeah.
1: So, but I want to, uh, the goal is to hopefully, yeah, open people's eyes to like, oh, wait a minute. You can see the fjords by car, you know? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> um, I also, even within my domestic choices, really tried to choose places that are kind of the underdogs. So one of my places for domestic is Cincinnati, Ohio, which was one of my favorite cities ever to go to. Also, I have a whole one on Madison, Wisconsin. and exploring the supper club culture there, which is a really kind of cool, unique thing to Wisconsin and Northern United States. So I tried to pick places like those that maybe not everyone always considers that don't have like huge, like, you know, maybe bucket list items or, or huge tourism draws, but you can find fun everywhere. And that's kind of my, (laughs) kind of my um, motto, I guess. But yeah, so that's how the the book is organized. So maybe, for example, choose a month and we'll go through some of the things in it.
0: Okay. I choose April last month. Or is it this month? Oh, my gosh. See, I don't even know what month it is anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) April. April. Okay. So epic trip in April, I wrote about going to the Canadian Arctic, which is crazy, I know. But like all the way up to the Arctic Ocean. There is a journey that I did um, that was, uh, I guess that was only a week long, but it was a little bit more higher dollar because you're in a really remote space, but going all the way up to Inuvik, Canada, learning about how they live up there. uh, We actually drove on the ice roads. We went ice fishing. We built an igloo, actually built an Uh. igloo and slept in it. We herded reindeer over the right, uh, the ice roads and, We went all the way up to a little um, town right on the Arctic Ocean and learned how those people lived, and it was fascinating. So that was kind of the epic trip for April, and you do that in April because that's the time when they have sunlight and it's a little bit warmer, so it seems kind of weird to go to the Arctic in April, but that's why you do it. (laughs) My other international destination was an island called Saba, Saba Island in the Caribbean, Um, which many people have not heard of. It's the only island in the Caribbean. It's actually part of the Netherlands, but it's the only island in the Caribbean without a beach. And that's what makes it exciting and offbeat to me. I'm like, oh, once I found out it didn't have a beach, I'm like, I'm in. That sounds really interesting. Wait, so what does it have if it's an island
0: and it doesn't have a beach? That's kind of weird. I know. (laughs)
1: You'll have to go look at the photos because it's basically like a volcano peak rising up out of the ocean it's all like rock oh, they have it, one road yeah. that they've miraculously <laughs> built into the island somehow it is an engineering miracle they've got great hiking uh, and they've got a few little communities there they've got the other big thing is they've got the shortest runway commercial runway in the world because there's no flat piece of land on this island yeah. except for this how, short wait, runway how
0: hard is it how hard is it to get there it's actually like, can, quite you, can easy you do you can a plane a boat
1: a boat like, so you can boat? take a ferry from saint martin which is i think it's oh. only a couple of hours um and that's how most people get there or you can fly in like i did because i really wanted to land on the shortest commercial runway in the world <laughs> it is amazing <laughs> slightly scary but yeah. not bad so you can fly in there's charters from saint martin too that aren't that expensive and then you can spend like three or four days on the island and it is so quirky and interesting that island is awesome you can hike in all these different ecosystems um the food the lobster everything is great so that's a really now
0: now i have to go there now now you're making me like okay we gotta go to this
1: (laughs) it's really (laughs) different okay um and then- I like
0: I got to read all of your book cuz <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh I'm sure I'm going to want to go to every single spot that you recommend.
1: Well, hopefully <laughs> I mean you're very well traveled but hopefully you'll read through the book and get at least maybe have five of the, those moments where you're like, I've never heard of this place before or have never considered I, it. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> That's my goal.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure I've never heard of a lot of those places. Now I'm going like, to uh, like, you know how everybody has those bucket lists. I'm like, everything is from Sherry's book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, it's funny. I, I wrote this book uh, when the pandemic started because I'm like, I'm grounded. I've always wanted to do this. And that's when I put it together. But even now it's like, God, I could write a whole nother book like this with different places. Um, So, so yeah, it was a nice way to be able to kind of combine everything and, and make it easy for people that might have, say like spring breaks where they were trying to figure out an interesting place to go in April or, or they have time off in November or whatever it is. But yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go and read through your book. And if you are interested in reading this book too, it's gonna be on our show notes at theoffbeatlife.com and it has a link to Sherry's book and obviously her website.
1: So if you know people want to learn more about you, Sherry, where can they find you? They can find me on my website at otsworld.com where I'm putting out new content regularly, and then also uh, kind of daily content, of course, on social media, which is at Otsworld on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I'm probably most active on Instagram, doing stories there of all kind of behind the scenes travel and leaving tips and tricks and stuff like that there too.
0: Love it. Well, thank you so much for all of these tips. I'm definitely gonna go and get your book. And it's I believe it's free to download. It is. Right it's here. just a yeah. free download. Yep. It's a free download. So if you don't download it, I don't know. There's something wrong because I'm already like, once we get out of here, I'm gonna be doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sherry. You're welcome. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Sherry. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she was able to make long-term travel into a reality and seek out epic adventures. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast?